BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We're back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the, oh, oh my God. It's, Brian's having serious issues with this mechanical pencil. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very I'm doing that thing where I have to push it in from the tip. I could write with a pen. I don't. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode number four. Oh, here comes 55 of the program. First of the new year, 2003, no, 2000, wait, 2023, 2023. Thank you very much for joining us. I'll stop fucking with my pencil. Uh, we appreciate it. If you have not checked it out, go back and I guess the year in review was technically our first show of the new year, but that, that was a year in review. We were lucky enough to have our dear friend, Local media icon, and for a while, national media sort of personality, Travis Rogers join us. I was I I posted that, and I sound I thought I sounded like shit, and then I realized. And look, you don't want to hear me talk about the sound, but I will. I realized just today, and that thing's been up for a week. I realized just today that oh, the reason I sounded like shit is because I post the posted the raw file not the one that i run through the software that evens out everybody's voice so i fixed it in case it was an issue for you it was an issue for me but then when i i I tweeted today hey i fixed the sound people were like i didn't notice a problem maybe it's because my voice was the lowest and people are like heard enough of you we get we get enough of your voice it was a nice change of pace either way if you haven't checked it out episode 454 is our year in review 2022. Check that out. We talked about everything that happened the previous year. Uh, If you would like to, new year, new blood in the show, give us a call, 949-464-TBLS is the phone numbs. You can also send us an email, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. That reminds me of something I'll, I'll review in a second. Also, we do the bonus content. A lot of, lot, lot of, I've noticed a lot of password sharing is going on on the bonus content. 
quite a bit. And hey, look, if that's your, if you're at that level, you want to, you know, somebody else paid five bucks a month and you want to piggyback their five bucks a month to like, you know, half more. So, so at this point, every other person has shared their password with somebody. Look, that happens. It's, it's actually kind of a compliment. So feel free to share. But if you're, you know, if you're an honorable human being and this and everything extra we do is worth five bucks to you, click the link in the show notes and subscribe redcircle.com sign in there five bucks, 50 bucks a year, five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year, get all the bonus stuff. You could hear my, hear me this week, talk about Lindsay Vaughn and which kind of edibles Sativa are in the, the 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 great sativa and indica debate, and of course, the great Jared Fogel, who we learned this week via my bonus bry show on Red Circle, is looking pretty aidsy in the joint. I expected him to blow up. Just the opposite. Got a lot of thoughts on old Jared. If you are a subscriber, you would have heard that already. If you would like to be a subscriber, you can hear that. It's the Baller Bry show. It's the you get that along with all the extra stuff from the regular show. Anything extra goes there. Click the link in the show notes. I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, what's up? Um, not a whole lot. That wasn't the most uh, nail-biting national championship game last night. <sighs> so boring. I don't. You know, people don't like this. I don't care about a college football playoff. I like the fucking quaint old bowl system, and then we just... Let the writers pick at the end of the year. Who gives a shit? I, I, I want football I, to end yeah. on G- the first of January with a with a bunch of be- a whole full day where I watch the Gator Bowl and the Peach Bowl and the fucking uh, the all uh, Cotton Bowl, the old school bowls, the Rose Bowl. I like I like the uh, the random bowls. Like uh, every every year, some friends and friends of friends and I, you you do like enter a pool and you pick every bowl game. And yeah. rank it so there's like forty two of them. Yeah, and so I like the random one that's December twenty third. I like that and too. December twenty eighth. I like that. Just it's it's good to just have a sort of interest on every random game. Totally. If you turn on the TV for a while, but uh, but no, nah, I mean I'm fine with I, I'm fine with the playoff, but it's kind of like the same teams all the time. That's right. You get you get the. the uh, the Big Ten teams that are fodder in the semifinals. Yep. And then it's pretty much going to be Georgia and Alabama in perpetuity. Yep. Now. Once in a while, you get a Clemson jump up in there. But now I think right. Jesus is not on their side anymore because yeah. of, because of the name, image, likeness. They don't play that game or something. So I think they play different games. But yeah, he 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 was he was behind on some of that shit yep. and Kirby smart just passed him by. Wait, you're saying, you're saying, a, you're saying a guy that go, that refers to himself Dabble? professionally as Dabo short for short for Dat boy is a little behind <laughs> in the, in the, in the modern game. That's crazy. Hard to believe. Uh, a buddy just sent me a story. The, a couple of my friends are from Nashville yep. and this, this happened in Nashville a guy named Steven Zanke. Strangles his wife twice Jeez. after after leaving Monster Jam in Nashville. <laughs> Wait, is that, that's Monster and, Trucks, and he looks kind of yeah yeah that's Monster Trucks. He looks 
like the kind of guy that would try to stand. So strangles wife tr- tr- twice. Uh, twice. Twice. Does does that mean that he like wanted to finish the job? Yeah. Or she was acting up at the Monster Jam. Well, yeah. Well, it's it could be like a movie we discussed here on this show, the uh, uh, Fatal Attraction. Where he thought he had drowned her, oh, yeah, and then that, and then that, um, that bubble came out of her nose. Oh, I, I sent you the like it's Steven Zerky. Uh, so I, I took my sons to Monster Jam like seven years ago, yeah. like a long time ago, yep. and it, it's fine when you have little boys that are like all pumped up to just see trucks, but there were a bunch of adults there without, without kids. kids. What? And then they're like fans of certain trucks, wow. like. Uh, the Toro Loco. El Toro Loco. Guy. I know him. And uh, what was it? Is it the Grave Digger? Un, un, Grave Digger. And yeah. there's Grave Digger 2 also, yep. which yep. is a, kind of a bullshit name. Um, I agree. And then they'd. Ha- I remember a guy in front of me. I don't I think it was Toro Loco, but he had like a T-shirt and had stats on the back. No, stop it. Like stop there it. stats like like the wins kind of thing. They have they do a thing. So See, like, I don't think I don't see how it could be how you could really be a fan of the monster trucks because there's um, it's judged. It's a judged sport, right? Like it's like right. they do a routine. Well, well it's like it's boxing, like, right? That's judged. Well, that's true. But sort they, of. yeah, sort of, I guess. But if they're going head to head. I mean, this is it's not like they're it's not like they're crashing into each other and we, we, we can have a real opinion. They all do the same trick. They do that wheelie thing. I've seen that. Yeah, they 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 jump the cars jump and then the land cars. on yep. They land on a school bus or something. Probably. And, and here's what I hate because uh, my girlfriend's son, he's almost five years old, and he's into monster trucks. But that would be the prime time. I yeah. think I took my boys when they were like six and four. Yeah, or something to- like that. Totally. Like he's into it. What I don't like is like you're talking about El Toro Toro Loco. He kind of looks like a bull. But it's but he's yeah. still a truck. One of his horns broke off the, the time I went to it. Oh, that's kind of like, badass, though. Yeah. And then like people, it got a lot of oohs and ahs because like as he landed, you know, they bounce around yeah. a little bit and the horn broke. Yeah. And like when we were kids, there was Bigfoot and Bigfoot is just a big ass Chevy truck. Now they're way bigger than they used to be. These monster trucks. Yeah. But some there's one megalodon no that's the actual dinosaur there's one that looks like a shark and i don't like that it's just a fiberglass thing that's fabbed to not look like a truck like there's a few that look like animals and i'm not into that toro loco where it's it's a hybrid it's a truck but you just get the horns with it right exactly it's a truck with horns on it so i would be rooting for the ones that look like trucks but as far as being a fan of this and, and i'll straight up say it I could easily fuck up this Steven Zierke guy. The, this guy looks like the kind of guy that would strangle a woman because right. he looks like a real puss. And it, it doesn't you know? look like a guy who could strangle a man. No, no, it does. It does remind me though of the other famous sports murder in Nashville, and of course that. Of course, I'm talking about Cinnabon. Oh, S- yeah. Steve. The fuck was his I name? List, uh, Al- Alcorn McNair. State. Steve McNair. McNair. Yeah. I. I- I listened to a podcast. I think it was like Sports Illustrated produced. Yeah, and there were some there were some people saying, "Oh, there's there's you know there's conspiracy behind it." Like this wasn't. 
I don't know. Oh, some ma- nonsense. Oh, so maybe. Well, you never know. Maybe there's. Maybe they were into it with the with the mob or something. And he, the mob. He was. He was so happy to be in that double seat parasail. Yeah, with he her. Was. He, he, was, he looked. He looked so delighted to be in that parasail with her. But he was also. He was also making. I believe she had a. She pulled. She pulled a. Uh, um, Simpsons guy, uh, Phil Hartman. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah, she shot him. She shot him when he was asleep, right? Yeah, I think so. He was asleep on the couch in the condo that he was paying the rent on for her. That was the fuck palace, right? Right. And she realized she probably went in there and she's going to leave the wife or something. Yeah, she probably went in there and saw some fucking saw some Magnum XLs, and she's like, "Oh, hold hold up." Hang on. That Cinnabon's only supposed to be for me. Yeah, we raw dog. We don't use Magnum XLs. We're exclusive, except that you're married to somebody else. And he and and he was like, Well, you know, hold up, this isn't as exclusive as you think. And I believe there was some issue with him making her um her either Lexus or Escalade payment where he was like, mm. Look, I'll get you the down payment. I'll get you into the vehicle. But I'm not paying the note every month. You're going to be on your own for that. You know, there was there was there was a there was a monetary issue at hand. But also, it would be fun if the if the you know Nashville mob had him killed for for some other reason. You know, that would be interesting. He was late on his payments at Tootsie's. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of speaking of, um, I did a deep dive on my bonus bri show. I was thinking. Jared Fogle would be getting out soon. He's been in there a while. He's done quite a bit at this point. Yeah, I thought he would be getting out. When do you think he gets out? It was child porn. Yep. He's been in since 2015. Not not child touching, right? Just child porn. It's kind of ambiguous. He offered to pay to fuck some kids. He's like, get me me a child prostitute. I thought maybe they just had material. I didn't realize that there was actual contact with kids. Both, both. There's both. Uh, he's probably been in jail almost a decade. 2015, he went in. Okay. So we're looking, we're going on the eighth year. So the fat sandwich guy. Yep. I'm going to say, I'm going to say he has a dozen year sentence. Is that what he got? Pretty close. I think he got like 15, 16 years. Okay. But he's he's eligible for parole in 2029. So okay, so it, the full the uh pretty much the full 15. Yeah. Yeah, he's I think they said he's got to do 85%. And he's, you know, he's in good spirits. He runs 5 miles a day. I read all about him and he's looking I thought he'd go the honey bun route because he's known to eat. He's, yes, you know. I, I I'm not I'm, I wouldn't be disappointed if he got domered. I mean, no, nobody would. Nobody would. Well, because he's, you know, I was reading a letter. Just he, those ads and the smell of the Subway yeah, bread. Yeah. Really I, enrages me. I was reading a letter that he wrote from the joint. And he do, he's doing that thing where he acts like being in prison is just like something that happened to him. He doesn't. He doesn't. So what, what's this media push you're saying? Like, wh- <laughs> right, right, right. He's like, he doesn't mention the. Um, oh, the, he is having AZ. Yeah, he doesn't mention the the fucking of the kids. He never, he never actually acknowledges that part, which is which How makes it hard for me. Whitener in prison, right? 
Right. And I assume the ex-wife cleaned him out, plus the victims, plus the government. Can you imagine somebody who had it? Yeah, you want to clean them out, but you also have to admit you were married to yeah, Jared Fogel. Yeah, I mean, she she filed for a divorce right away, but then I saw he he had to pay $1.4 million in restitution. And then and the sad part is he had that. <laughs> right. Right. He's got that he, kind of cash. Yeah. He was able to pay that. He owned a bunch of franchises, I remember. And that, that's, how many packs of cigarettes do you have to trade to get teeth whitener in the joint? He's well, got like he's got like the super whites. Maybe it was maybe he, you know, because he knew he had a date when he was going in. So he probably took care of everything. He went to the dentist, got the teeth all done. You know, he got his stomach stapling or whatever. And he got all ready to go in like that, like that Will Ferrell movie where Kevin Hart coaches him on how to go to the joint. Right. You know, you need that. You got there. There are people that you can hire for that. Remember, remember Nathan for you when he, when, when he did his, the ultimate stunt, the most dangerous stunt, much like Houdini, the most dangerous stunt that's ever been done on television where he was going to, if it failed, he would have been, had to register as a sex offender because he would have exposed himself to young children. He went, he went and talked to an ex con about, about, what it would what it would be like to go in and i i can only assume a guy of means that's that's also a chomo like uh like uh jared fogel he probably got some coaching as well right he could afford it yes yeah Yeah, he could because he he still has even all the money he he had to give up he still got paid way too much to just stand in giant pants while wearing Spanx (laughs) and and go around the country and make speeches. And the other thing that that jumped out to me is that when you read stories about him, it's still, it's, it's still, and now and forever will always be subways, Jared Fogle and the subway people (laughs) have to fucking hate that shit. Cause they were not on board with the kid fucking. They were on board with the pants but and then the horrible smelling bread. Yeah, it's disgusting. But, but yeah. The flip flop bread and the, the rank meats. The slimy meats. Yeah, it's disgusting. And also <laughs> that gouge, the U gouge. My girlfriend used to work at Subway. The U gouge that they cut in the top of the sandwich. She was a sandwich artist? She was a sandwich artist. They remember they made that V in the top of the sandwich? Yes. And I was always like, let's cut the fucking bread in half, man. Like, what's I believe these days they do cut the bread in half. But back in the day, they would make what I've learned is called the you gouge in the top of the sandwich. And also, I don't want I don't want my sandwich gouged. Yeah. I'll by the take way, care of the gouging. Yes, with I, my do, mouth. I do. Yeah, I'll gouge it. I still I'm not sure if I told this story here before, but I will now. I once worked for a guy. And this is it's this is. And before you bring it up. Yes, this is the. This is the same job where I masturbated in the loft of the office okay. one time to the Par- to the Paris yeah. Hilton sex tape. Yeah, I was on long the, back. I was on long the, back on yeah, that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even attracted to Paris Hilton. I don't know why. But you know, it was it was, it was the lighting. It was, early, it was the fluorescent yeah, lighting. Yeah, and was, this was the early days. There was not. There was not the internet porn like there is now. Right. So one day he was, and he was a real douche. But he, one day he's like, "Hey, do you want to go to lunch?" Also, he drove a fucking convertible. So he's That's like pretty awesome, like yeah. in this day and age to yeah. like just. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, do you want to go to lunch? And we go drive in a stupid convertible and then he'd get we get out of the convertible and he'd comb his hair. And I'm like, oh, my fuck. And, I, you know, I don't have I don't carry a comb. This guy might be my favorite no, guy. No, you would hate him. So we, he's like, let's go to Subway. And I'm like, all right. And so we go to Subway. 
he orders before me and he gets the whole sandwich made and you know how at subway they fu- they put the um condiments on at the end they're like oh right. you want oil and vinegar yeah hit me with the oil and vinegar a little mustard and he goes yeah he goes uh he gets all that and then he goes oh yeah and mayonnaise and they go they put a big line of mayonnaise on the top and i'm like all right his sandwich is done and they go to wrap it up and he goes oh oh hold up he goes um actually could you toast that and after they've already put the mayonnaise on yeah and the sandwich artist is like yeah but i just and he's like yeah it's what okay you, brick tamlin yeah yeah he goes it's okay they threw that fucking thing in the toaster and uh, all of us, everyone in the fucking subway, it was lunch, it was busy, it was Westchester, West LA, we all had our fuck. where all of our mouths were agape. They fucking threw that thing in the toaster and all of us were looking at each other and it came out and Ed, I am here to attest that the answer is yes, it is possible for a subway to smell worse. Because he toasted, <laughs> he toasted that, and it was a lot. It wasn't a little bit of mayonnaise. It was a big goo line of mayonnaise in that. You might have asked for extra. There was a lot, and they and he toasted that mayonnaise, and it smelled so fucking disgusting in there. I'll never forget. I think that might be the last time I was ever in a subway, and that was like twenty years ago. Yeah, it's a horrible memory, though. To yeah. make it worse smelling, yes. the la- the last time I was in the subway, I had jury duty, and oh, there was nothing. Yeah. There was nothing. It's, it's the only it's, reason to go to a subway. And I, it was like just in an area where I wasn't seeing a comfortable walk. It, the the courtroom, the courthouse yeah. was in middle of a not so nice area of Jersey City. Sure. And so I went to the subway and this this was well over a decade ago, 15 years ago. Sure. And uh, I just bought the lunch meal or whatever, whatever it was that came with like a drink and chips. And then I looked at the chip options. All they had were baked lays, and the, so I the worst ate, chip made. The worst. It tastes like cardboard. Disgusting. And so I so outside, I just gave the the baked lays to a homeless dude, and you could you could see he's the disgusting. look in his eyes. Like he's disgusting. He's like, come on, man. Like I I haven't had a good night's sleep in fifteen years, and you're giving me this fucking baked lays. So I felt I felt kind of bad, but I was like, have. yeah, I don't. If I throw away food and there's somebody hungry, yeah. like, yeah, is this an any port in a storm or yeah. is baked lays worse than no food? I think, well, baked lays, I would argue, not food. Disgusting. Has yeah, it's no potatoes awful. in it that I know of. Yeah, I, I feel like um, I, I think I recall this that Subway was really tied in to the baked lays. I have a feeling Jared had something to do with yeah. that. I think yeah. they were really like saying how healthy it yes. is to have baked lays. <laughs> this is what I, it was. If I'm going, to, if I'm going to have chips, yeah, then I want a fucking chip. Yes, of course. Glaze, fuck out of yeah, here. And also, your bread has flip flops in it. Like it's not. <laughs> stop trying to tell us how healthy you are. <laughs> ah, disgrace. Yeah, disgusting. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, t- let's talk some sports. Brian, they call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand that makes you think I'm not a man, it's just my cool rings, you see. 
there and Sparkly asking me I might own Troy on DVD Ed, what is going on in the world of sports? We lost a couple of old people in the sports world. Uh, First up, a man named Nate Colbert, a three-time All-Star with the Padres, I think early 70s. He was 76 years old. It's back when they had that sweet brown and yellow gear. Yeah, really beautiful gear. Uh, I believe he's – I did it. I I think when I saw his name pop up and it said all-time home run champ of the the Padres. Padres. And, And, like, what do you think that number is? Um, it's I did a double take because it's like, even the Orioles have had no, well, at some point. Hold yeah. on, because like the you have every team has a guy that like played there for a long time, right? So, so and, I, and so and the Padres guy, do too, but it was Tony Gwynn who didn't hit very many home runs, but they had Winfield played for a handful while, of years, right? yeah. They had Ken, then, they had Ken Caminiti. Right, who who was yep. like Bane with all the, the steroids. <laughs> he was jacked. He was so jacked. <laughs> he um, was extremely jacked and extremely tan, but again, didn't play there that many years. I'm trying to think who else they had. Greg Nettles, not a big well, home so guy. Looking, yeah, so I'm looking at number two is Adrian Gonzalez. Oh, right. From Three, Chula Vista. Phil Nevin. Four, Phil Dave Nevin Winfield. was on the Padres? Yeah, for... Uh, Four, Dave Winfield, and five was Tony Gwynn. Right. I'm going to say, and Nate Colbert is first, I'm going to say his, the all-time home run leader of the San Diego Padres has 199 home runs. 163. Wow. Yeah. That's, like, really low. I like, I, I, yeah. The Orioles have had Eddie Murray. Yeah. Which Steady he, didn't play his whole, he didn't play his whole career there, but he still had, you know, 500 home runs yeah. in his career. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Dave Winfield one fifty four, Nevin one fifty six, Adrian Gonzalez one sixty one. But like, that's pretty low for an all time. Yeah, it, it is. He was on the inaugural nineteen sixty nine team. Well, look, the Padres are a bitch franchise, so it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Other than having really cool uniforms and a pretty cool stadium, a great, sta- great yeah, stadium, great stadium. There, look, they're they had it. They run into some luck of late, but this is this is not a championship franchise this is not this is not an iconic franchise it just isn't so it doesn't surprise me that they don't have a single that's, player that's that very, hit 200 home very, runs that's a very low number for over 50 years yeah a lo- and for a long time they were owned by that dude that was michael keaton in the founder ray, ray Kroc, Kroc. and he was a real piece of shit and you discovered that in the founder piece of shit yeah, he yeah. stole that he stole that shit from the guy that was the uh, from mac Mac yeah. and whatever yeah. McDonald's, yeah. and the and the and the McDonald's guy was the Zodiac killer in Zodiac, and so that it always freaks me <laughs> out when I see him in a movie, just because you know he did he did all those Zodiac murders. Yeah, he kind of looks like the stunt double to the big bald guy on The Office. Yeah, kind of, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they have they have a, a similar they look, have a similar sure. look. Yes, and then also uh, we lost Kathy Whitworth, the winningest golfer uh, of all time. She was eighty three. I mean, much. I mean, much like the Padres, she's the winningest, winningest at a sport that I never heard of her. Honestly, the only like, one I've heard of yeah. was Nancy Lopez, she, who was married to Ray Knight. Ray Knight. She was married to Ray Knight, and also 
I mean, that's pretty. Well, well what about Annika Sorenstam? You're telling me this lady won more tournaments than Annika Sorenstam? But maybe there were only six people playing for like 20 years. Yeah, Who knows? that's probably what it was. She's 83. Oh. She could have she could have been just ruling shit in the, the 60s. Hold on. I'm looking up LPGA all time wins. Career victories. Wait, no, hold on. Annika Sorenstam. Wait, oh, wait. Is this Stolen this. Valor? Well, there's, do you think Kathy Whitwork's family is like they're winning his golfer and they're like, sure, nobody's going to nobody's going to fact check. I'm it. looking at conflicting numbers here because the because the LPGA certainly not money winning is but no, no. maybe the number of events that could be possible. Well, no, it's confi- well you know what, because there probably didn't used to be an LPGA is my guess, because the, it says career victories, LPGA, Annika Sorenstam. 72 ask me ask me how many the second place this is a Wayne Gretzky situation ask me ask me how many the second place person has uh is it like Michelle we no she didn't win any but oh, she, she might have uh, won one or two and also she had second that place face. is like 50 pretty close 41 third place Whoa. 27 Annika Sorensen has 72 but it says this Kathy Whitworth person that you just made up she has 88. And uh, someone named Mickey Wright, also a Hall of Famer, she has 82. So I'm going to say this is kind of like the NBA. This their their um, their their achievements. So Kathy Whitworth is like Bob Pettit. Exactly. They predate yeah. the NBA or the the LPGA. So hey, thoughts and prayers, Kathy Whitworth. Oh, she had a nice long life. I mean, 1939. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Good run. Good but, run for her. Woman golfer, yeah, uh, from that era, yeah, it might might have been, you know, who knows if she was allowed to live her truth as That's a golfer. True. Oh, she definitely was not. She definitely right. Now, what about uh, what about the babe, Babe Diedrichson's Harriet, who's who was kind of like a caster Simania of her day? Her, you know, her her. her. It, those were those were the whispers. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because she was a little bit masculine back then. But did she? How did she not set any records? Did she just because she did a lot of sports? That's the thing. I thought she was a tennis player. It's a good question. Oh, no. She was a golf or a golfer. I she was know. golfer oh, too. Fuck! Now we got to learn about this. Oh no, Babe! Babe was a tennis player. I think. I gee, this Google knows because I'm on LPGA. I just type in Babe, about, and the first thing the, that comes up is Babe Didrikson. The tennis. The, the Margaret Court. Who's still alive? Who's like crazy anti-gay? Oh, she is. Oh, cause she is I, gay. I think the Aussie. I think the Aussie oh, yeah. Margaret Court, yeah. like the Melbourne yeah. Stadium. I think it was like called Melbourne uh, Margaret Court yeah. something. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think she's like crazy. Wow. No, I believe uh, you. Anti-gay, and it's like that's kind of the wrong sport to be doing, right? With. Well, it's you know anybody that's really hates something. I mean, it's just, yes. you know, it's not always borne out, but it usually is. If you really, really hate a thing, it's because you want to be doing that thing. Right. Okay. Babe Didrikson Zaharias. Not okay. Babe, not her name. Mildred. Golf. Hold on. Mildred Ella. Babe Didrikson Zaharias. So Mildred too. is a tough, tough moniker. She, lived, she only lived to what took her. She only lived to be 45. Whoa. Okay. Okay. She excelled in golf, basketball, baseball. I'm doing air quotes here. Tr- and track and field. She won two gold medals in track and field at the 1932 Summer Olympics. I got in. I don't want to digress here, but I got into that on the 
on the bonus Bry show about how bitch a, a bronze medal is because Apollo Anton Ono has four of them. Like that's <laughs> like a bronze. A bronze is worse than not meddling, right? I think we can all agree. This a bronze is it's it's pretty depressing to win a bronze. I got to You know, right? You'd rather just get nothing. Mildred Ella. Did I think a guy from my town won a bronze, and there was like a whole yeah, parade for see, him. Yeah, but it, like, people wouldn't look him in the eyes. I bet Ed, like they saw him go by, and they're like, "Hey, you're bronze," and he's like well showing after, it. It was well after I moved away, right. but I, I I remember there was some buzz yes. coming from like yeah. my mom being yeah. like, "Hey, did you hear so and so?" I was like, "I don't know who that person yeah. is." Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, you know, small towns. That's what they got. Yeah, that is. That's what yeah, they, got. they got a bronze medalist, and it's pro- now he's probably selling real estate or insurance. And things are going really he's well living, for him. He's living off that story. Yeah, it's, it's hey, good I to tell be a you big fan. I got lapped by Michael Phelps. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like I was, I was near him on the podium. Yeah, I, I could see him, but like I could see the underside of his chin because they have me lower on the podium. <laughs> and he's very tall. Mildred Alec Didrickson. June 26, 1911, sixth of seven children in the coastal city of Port Arthur, Texas, which I believe is near Houston. That sounds right. Oh, there were immigrants from Norway, blah, blah, blah. Best known for her athletic gifts. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this is how you know it was the way back then. Didrikson had many talents. She also competed in sewing. <laughs> An excellent seamstress. Um, AAU champion, Olympics, golf. By 1935, Didrikson began to play golf. A latecomer to the sport, like me, in which she became best known. Shortly thereafter, she was denied amateur status. And so in January 1938, she competed in the LA Open, a PGA tournament. No other woman competed against men in this tournament until Annika Sorenstam, Susie Whaley, Michelle Wee. Michelle Wee also had sex with one of the Lopez twins. I think it might have been the one that lived in your town, Robert. Or, yeah. No, Brooke. 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 Yeah. She dated Brooke. And you know how the Lopez twins are big? Disney. They get turned on by Disney. Yeah, they loved they she she also loves Disney, so they would go to Disney together. Uh, she shot 81 and 84 and missed the cut. I mean, whoa, talk about burying the lead. That's that's there's nothing to that story right there. She was teamed with George Zaharias. They were married 11 months later on at a golf course. So I don't know. She must not have. Yeah, she won. She won some. She did some golfing, but apparently not as much as these other chicks. Okay, wait, let's hold on. Let's see how she died. Oh, baseball. She pitched a total of four innings playing baseball. No, hold on. She, no, I got interested in that. She got, she pitched a total of four innings in three major league spring training exhibition games. Hang on. It's a count. So did like, that's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, George Plimpton. Yeah, calling him an NFL player because he, he participated in the Lions training camp. Magnum got a couple at bats. Right. You know, and, you know, you know, didn't Will Ferrell do a preseason baseball so. game? And you know who did? I believe it was during the Chris Gaines era, too. It's Garth Brooks. Oh, yeah. He took, he took a few grounders for the Padres. That's how you know it's not a real franchise. Real franchises don't let don't Chris Gaines come out. Yeah, come out and <laughs> take grounders. Uh, yeah. Next yeah. Uh, next spring break, they're having Sasha Fierce show up. She's, <laughs> right, she's right. going to be shagging flies. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, the the Red Sox got her for three runs <laughs> in one <laughs> inning. They tagged her. Yeah, before she got before she got Bucky Walters to fly out to Hall of Famer uh, Joe Medwick. So look, you know Bucky Bucky Walters took a ration of shit for flying out against Babe. Dickerson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, it wasn't Babe Ruth? Babe. Yes. I I googled Margaret Court, former yeah. tennis champion. Yeah. She. This was a few years ago. So she's about 80 right now. Uh, former tennis champion Margaret Court is uh, claims LGBTQ teaching in schools is controlled by the devil. <laughs> oh, really? But also, the hand wringing that they're teaching it in schools. I don't, <laughs> I think like, they're teaching it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, here is how this goes uh, on. No. Uh-uh. Today's lesson, kids, no. is scissoring. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> Like, they don't teach it. They might might be acknowledged that it exists, but anyone's teaching it. I'll, I'll, look, I'm told by a couple um, a former, a couple recovering lesbians that scissoring is that's only in porno. That doesn't that actually. Oh, yeah. uh, actual oh, yeah. lesbians don't. I, I don't, don't actually. I, just was, I was just trying to think of the funniest term. Yeah, but yeah, no, I love that's, it. that's a ridiculous thing. Um, and nothing exciting about the death of Babe um, Diedrichson Zaharia. She got she got cancer. Colon cancer oh. killed her at 45. So R.I.P. Babe Diedrichson, who died in 1956. <laughs> yeah, I've had a chance to get over the, her death, but still sad. <laughs> and also, I just looked at some I just looked at some pictures of her. She did not look very intersex. She just looked pretty normal. Like, I don't she looked like a lady. I think she was so dominant. Yeah, that the question is impossible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she got the caster. <laughs> Yes, I mean, she got the caster talk. Caster who got who's been caster who's been given a very raw deal by, by the right. Olympic Games is yeah. I will admit she looks a little bit masculine, but she's definitely a woman. And they've ins- they've inspected her genitals, and they still fired her from being able to run because she runs fast. Yeah, it, it's a lot of sour grapes by people. It is. It is. It's, it's still fun. not the worst decision by the Olympic Committee when they allowed Blade Runner to just run on things that make oh, the like propel. Ed. It's essentially like, yeah, you're allowed uh, Inspector Gadgets allowed Ed. to to Ed. run. Ed. Yeah. Why do you do? You know, you know how much this angers me. Like the fucking guy. <laughs> Had hey, fucking gonna, sp- yeah. springy things installed yeah. where his legs should be, and he was allowed to run against people that just didn't have bionic abilities. What the That's fuck right. was that? Yeah, just put flubber on his shoes. Like, just let him <laughs> have whatever he wants no, complete, to propel him forward. Complete bullshit. So fucked. Yeah. And all, then, what do you and do? Then, he went ahead and murdered he, somebody. He, he killed, and we've talked about it, shouldn't make it sadder. But he she, killed she her. She was so beautiful. She was so beautiful. <laughs> Reva. Ah, Reva Steenkamp. <laughs> uh, I think uh, he's uh, out, by the way. Don't make me, because uh, I'll yes, Google it. No, yeah, he's, he's out. He's yeah. out. He's yeah. out. There was some judge who's like, yeah, there's, I don't know. Even though you've bragged yeah. about shooting and <laughs> yeah. you, your gun went off in yes. a fast food restaurant yeah. Yeah. and th- yes. you claimed it was an intruder to your bathroom that was hanging out in your bathroom. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of bullshit. Yeah. He thought there was a burglar. That were, the, was burgling his bathroom where his where his girlfriend was cowering in fear. I think I think there was a thirty for thirty uh, yeah. on him, yeah. and it was pretty interesting. They talked about like growing up in the as as apartheid collapsed, yeah. and it's like the rich white people were like, "Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta piece up because yeah. we we need to be oh yeah we, really yeah. we need to have our guns oh. for when the uh, race war yes. starts. I mean, it's, hey, that happens all over the world, you know. That's, yeah. 
They want it. They want it. They're worried that they're going to fight back yeah. after what they went through. But yeah, it shouldn't be sadder, but it, yeah. it definitely yeah. was sadder. Yeah, I get it. Um, influencer Mike Jams re- regrets tattooing messy on his forehead. Well, and he really went for it. Like, it's not like a. Oh, yeah, tiny. it is. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> no. He went for it. Yes. He got caught up in the moment. The heat of the moment of that but World Cup championship. That was only like a week and a half ago. He already regrets it? Yeah. If you look at it, you would know. He, you, he's definitely going to regret it. It's huge. It's it's very big. And, and, oh, and he has God, Dios, tattooed on his cheek. Does he regret that? Well, God made him do oh, that. Right. So. Yeah, so he's got an issue with him. Oh, yeah. Mike Jams. J-A-M-B-S. Like, like lambs. Yes. Um, so I regret having done the tattoo because instead of bringing me positive things. Was <laughs> he going to apply to be a bank teller or something? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's done a lot of negative things, both, well, <laughs> both personally and for my... my how many negative my things could it have done? It was only two weeks my ago. Girlfriend, my girlfriend <laughs> will no longer fuck me because it's yes, yes. messy on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, this is like those people that get the juggalo, the, right. the <laughs> juggalo. Fi- like even even our guys, Violent J, and of course Shaggy Too Dope, they don't have that. <laughs> they just paint it on when they go on stage. They don't walk around with that on their face every day. They wash it yeah. off. You don't even recognize them. You. you oh yeah. That you're gonna tattoo it on your face. Of course you're gonna re- regret that. You may have sat right next to Shaggy Two Dope yeah, at a restaurant, and not know. known it. You never know. You never know. Um, yeah. Th- so this next story was it was big controversy. Um, I think the backdrop was there was a talented younger player oh, yeah. on the U.S. team that wasn't getting playing time. His dad was like a famous player, Claudio Reyna. Right. Yep. And so anyway, the head of U.S. men's soccer alleges that. Uh, Rain. I forget the the, the kid's name. Raina. Daniel. Oh no, it's the mom, Danielle. Oh the oh that's yeah, it's the wife of Claudia uh, Giovanni. Giovanni yeah. Raina. So he wasn't Gio Raina's wasn't playing. Yep. And so the head of the U.S. soccer, uh, this guy Burhalter, alleges that the mom of Gio was blackmailing him yeah. about a 1991 incident where he kicked his now wife. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and that tracks. I guess, I guess like they were friends, and he probably played with Claudio. Yes, yep. And so she was like, "Oh yeah, you're not going to play my boy." Well, now I'm going to let the world know you uh, you kicked your your now wife. Yeah. And now is there so the and problem it, with this? I yeah, think yeah is what well, clubs going to be like? Oh, we're going to deal with a guy whose mom steps in when yeah. the playing time is. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, like even that's kids don't deal. Even kids don't deal with that. Like no. you're you're a coach. You don't want to hear from any kid's mom about playing no, time. Certainly, there was one time yeah. that there was a mom complaining about my rotation or something. Yeah, and she didn't think that maybe my wife would be sitting right in front of her. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so Michelle, t- Michelle told me this, <laughs> and like I went up, and then like, and Michelle's like, "But don't say anything." I'm like, uh, "I'm definitely going to say something oh, for sure." And, I, and so the next day, I went up to her. I yeah. said, I'm not going to punish your son for you speaking out. Yeah. But it's pretty fucking stupid to talk shit about the coach when his wife's <laughs> sitting in front of you. And 
I didn't think I was just pissed off and it was like yeah. this was yeah. like four years ago. I yeah. see that woman like every third oh. day for the rest of my life. And she like she it's kind of funny because she she won't make eye contact yeah. with me. She'll like she'll she'll pretend look away. Are, but it's yeah. been I've probably run into her 70 times since yeah. then. 80 times. Yeah. No, it's embarrassing. It's uh look, she got what she deserved. This and similarly, so yeah, these guys played together at Virginia, the Cavaliers which I believe is a soccer powerhouse. They are pretty good. Yeah. And they also wear ties to football games. So Ooh, UVA yeah, students are, yeah. and they're super into Thomas Jefferson, yeah, like really into it. And it's like, Hey guys, he did some good things, but like yes, smart guy. He, he also like his autograph is on the court, the basketball court. Like it's, it's yeah. pretty lame. He impregnated a slave. Like oh no! It was a loving. There's it was a loving relationship. Hey, what is? What, look, I've been on this. Playing? This is ESPN.com. I hate that. I've been on this ESPN. page for five minutes reading about Greg Berthaler, and all of a sudden, a fucking commercial decides to play. That is fucked. Um, yeah, so, they, yeah, they. No, that was a loving relationship between him and his slave. She totally <laughs> was right. consenting to that. Oh yes, yeah, it was up to her. She could have yeah. said no. Um, so did I, what I want to know is, did he just come out and say, Hey, this guy's mom is, I think, I think he got pushed to the break. You know how yeah. like Letterman had to say that, Hey, I'm being, I'm being extorted by yeah. the time he got caught, uh, fucking one of the staffers. Yeah. And he's like, I'm being extorted. Yes. So I'm just going to come out with it. Yes. I think that was it. Like a breaking point situation. My, it, my favorite is the, um, is the singer, the Australian singer, Sia who is, I find delightful. She, someone was blackmailing her because she was, she was um, tanning somewhere nude. And somebody took a picture of her with a, from far away with a long lens. And they're like, Hey, give us $25,000 or we're going to publish these pictures. And so she just posted um, a picture of her ass on her own Instagram. And then was like, okay, go ahead. Like I already did it. So I thought Um, that, I thought that was cool to, you know, to take the power away. Because if I it doesn't bother you, they can't blackmail you. So uh, a guy you make fun of me for liking, Jamie Foxx, yeah. somebody did that to him. And he goes, listen, I'm I'm proud of every woman I've ever been with. Yeah. So if you have pictures, a sex yeah. tape of me, yeah. just put it out put there. It there. And that's yeah. like a boss move. Yeah, it's totally. Yeah, because, you know, he's probably dicked up. He's probably dicked yeah. up. Now, look, Jamie Foxx, I will say this. He's just a lot. He's a lot. Very he's talented lot. guy, though. I would. I do make fun of you for liking him, but I, I can't deny his. He's good. Uh, yeah, Speaking yeah. of domestic violence, yeah. old Dana White was caught on camera this. hitting his wife I at a New Year's Eve party, and it was not a it was not a love tag. I know he I was just, going he was going for it. So hold on, because I've been waiting to watch this because I want to I want to get a fresh reaction. So hold on, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the video here. Hopefully, it plays. Yeah. It's kind of far away. She's crying. They're wasted. Yeah. Oh, she smacked him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there was purpose on that one. Yeah. I mean, they both. Yeah. He, <laughs> yes, they were wasted. Yes, but yes. like, buddy, it, it, you are super famous. Yeah. It, their eyes are. I, even if you're not famous, you're not supposed to do it. But no, like, of course not. You, yeah. You got even if you're drunk, you've got to know that you, people are watching. You're in like an. A public event. You're a, yes. So they're also they're in Cabo San Lucas at El Squid Row is the name of the club, which is like 
basically where like tourists and like frat kids go. Like there's, I don't like, it's not a, it's not a place for adults to be spending new year's Eve. No, it doesn't sound like it. It is. And it it is kind of interesting though, because he's now he's the face of the UFC, but the UFC is owned by Endeavor, which is a fucking huge media company agency. And it doesn't seem like this is like the story's gotten much traction. And I imagine that it's because it's, you know, such a powerful entity. They just kill it. Right. They're like, hey, how about you guys not talk about this? If you want, if you want to work with us, you're going to not talk about this because it's in any other sport. He would probably be gone, but he's he's so crucial to the, he's it, the face it, of this company. But I thought he was. I thought he was like Vince McMahon. He doesn't own his. I, I thought they he sold like, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he and he didn't own it anyway. I mean, he was the CEO or whatever his title is, but some other guys owned it. He just he just made you know it was his vision, so to you're, speak. So you're you're really into it. Like, yeah. do do you think it matters or can it be like a, they move on and have a new commissioner like the NFL moved on from Roselle to Tagliabue to? Like do, do it's, it's hard. Him? It's hard to know because he's like the hype man of it. Like he's so out front of it. Like it wouldn't matter to me, but it's definitely like he has, he has a TV show where he's the fucking, oh, okay. you know, he's, you know, they, they have like a, um, it's called the contender series where like the up and comers come up and fight. And he's like the host of that. Like he's, he's so entwined with it. I, at first I thought, well, they'll, he'll go away for a while, you know, to like work on himself or whatever. Right. But I think they're just going to ignore just this. So just keep, the story. I don't think the fans really care, honestly. No. Um, NC State, and I'm guessing these fans probably don't care as much as uh, yeah. other fans. But yeah. NC State radio announcer Gary Hahn was suspended after <laughs> relaying the score at the Sun Bowl by saying, down among all the illegal aliens in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. <laughs> Oh, buddy. Now, I've been to Raleigh. Raleigh's kind of like a progressive bastion in in, down there. But Um, I mean, was that necessary? Like, I I think I think NC State tends to be the. I I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know either. It's the safety school of that area. East Carolina is the the real safety of that area. But but I think they're the safety of like the research triangle area. Yeah. Um, but I also want to point out that he was calling that while announcing a Duke's Mayo Bowl loss to the Terps. Yes, that's right. Um, yes. You guys caught the Wolfpack. Yeah. I would also point out it's the same old Wolfpack because yeah. Phil Rivers' record against the yeah. Terps, zero oh. and four Whoa. in the ACC. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good to hear. Good. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. But yeah, yeah, I saw he was already reinstated. Like yeah. this story came out at bowl time, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, our people don't care about that." Wow, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, but I guess yeah, it depends on the audience, I suppose. Uh, John Stockton is now saying over a thousand pro athletes have died from the COVID vaccine. He previously came claimed it was around 150 athletes, um, but he said he had more information. He's yet to share any of the names, but pro athletes, you you tend to you know their names. You know their names. I, yeah. I, it's like that George Santos guy. Like yeah. this is not the day and age to just throw things around no. that could be easily fact checked, e- easily checked. Now, I, what struck me is that. He said this on a, on Michelle Tafoya's podcast, 
Oh yeah, she's Ooh. she like she gave up. I think she <laughs> she willingly left the NBC sideline yeah. reporter gig yeah. to just run a conspiracy uh, uh, podcast. Like we're actually entertaining people here, and there are people in the world that are like, "Hey, what's up with that lady that held the microphone all weird on Monday Night Football? What is she doing right now? <laughs> I would like to listen haircut. to I, yeah, I would like to listen to her." conservative opinions about sports like what like how like we're being funny here like how how is there a market also for what she does i like who's who's searching that out that really bothers me and i heard the clip no follow-up questions michelle yeah well like, not, I mean, not one follow-up I mean, on that she, one because like she brought him on because she wanted him to say certain things right yeah. but but couldn't couldn't ask like well who just yeah, just tell me yeah, like one guy a couple names give me a couple names uh, Connor McDavid has been wearing the same pair of crusty socks his whole career now I, he he washes them obviously I, right but they call him cra- yes yeah, he has to wash ratty them. yeah I don't like this word and it's you can see his toes through the socks. Yeah, so these are like these are almost like ankle braces. They just go on top of real socks. Yeah, I don't like that. Otherwise, he'd have he'd have blisters and shit. Like, yeah, he can't. yeah, because he's skating. I, look, and, I don't like buddy, this. Yeah, buddy, yeah. you're a ridiculous talent. It's not the fucking socks. No, it isn't. Well, remember, um, remember Wade Boggs? He had to eat chicken. Yeah. Had well, sex and chicken. Yeah, yeah, Loved he, yeah, both. Yeah. And beer. <laughs> and beer. And then also, I believe Wade Boggs was Jewish and he would he would draw. Let me see if that's true, because that doesn't sound right now. He would draw a symbol. No, I think the Jewish I think the Jewish people would would yeah, let that be like known. Hank Greenberg like and Sadie, Sean Green are the only yeah, Jewish. I was gonna say it was Sandy Koufax and then a long yeah. gap till Sean Green. So and they really they really leaned into Sean Green, yeah. which was Kind of sad because he wasn't going to be Sandy Koufax. Yeah, and also he he's he's from uh, he's from Orange County, so I, I can't imagine he grew up um, practicing. Yeah, so no, look, Wade Boggs, he drew the Hebrew word chai, meaning life, in the batter's box before each at bat. Oh, though really? he though he is not Jewish, stolen valor. He asked Fenway Park public address announcer Sherm Feller not to say his uniform number when he introduced him because Boggs once broke out of a slump on a day when Feller forgot to announce his number. I, yeah, I remember he would draw the little symbol. And then I remember um, some catcher just took his hand and like, like erased it. Isn't Chai, I should know this. Yeah. Michelle's not particularly Jewish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like practicing. Yeah. Is that the is that the barking pie symbol? Is that the? I, I don't. It doesn't show the symbol, but I can look. I can look it up. Because um, I've seen. I, I. I've definitely seen people with like the necklace, and it looks like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Symbol. Yes. Yeah. That I. I think. Uh, oh, hold on. I think I know what you're talking about because I remember knowing somebody that wore that on a necklace, and I think you're right. Yes. Uh, that's a weird thing for a yeah a gentile to gentile. be add to their ritual. Yeah, chai Hebrew meaning. What is chai? Oh no, it's now. You look up chai. Hold on, chai life. Well, I can't. I can't really show it here. Is it like like lachaim? Lachaim. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's that symbol. Um, but you know, p- people have these weird rituals, but I don't like when they're gross. Like, why do they have to be gross? We talked about this, and you know, you can't have fungus on your shower shoes. 
Right. Nuke Lelouch. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, it's like, it's not the socks, dude. You're really good. Get rid of the disgusting socks. You're disgusting. Uh, Be clean. Speaking of really good, I randomly was watching like the future. It was like the junior, maybe it was under 20 or something like that. Hockey. And it was U.S. versus Canada. There's this guy named Bedard who's like the next McDavid guy. All all their names are always like. Rex. Not related to right. Not related Prince to Salim. Eric Bedard, a guy who fucked over my old assistant. That was pretty funny. Wait, he's like, you're an Orioles fan. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Eric Bedard, the yes, pitcher. The pitcher. So yeah. You're an Orioles fan. Yeah. Well, I was at spring break a couple years ago, and I met a guy named Eric Bedard, and she's like, and here's a picture that I had. Like, here's a picture of us, and it was him. Oh. And she's like, he told me to like when i'm in town i'll get tickets and then like the number was discontinued and i was like yeah he was fucking a girl in in jamaica yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he gave her the burner phone number yeah 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 pretty smart Eric but she bedard. asked me like as an orioles fan i would have some answers for this yeah yeah like, what, what do you know about this bedard guy <laughs> i was like he was good until he wasn't. Yeah, he's got and a four and a half ERA. That's they, what I know about. They him. traded. They traded him from Adam Jones, so it worked out well yeah, for them. Yes. Hashtag huge tits. Huge tits. Okay, let's do some uh, voicemails here. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel Ingardinia. Whoa. A few voicemails here. Let's check in with the callers. Haven't heard from any callers in a while. This is exciting. Hey, Brian and Ed. It's Jeff in Denver. Jeff in Denver. Uh, I don't know if you guys are doing voicemails this next show or not. Um, Jeff in Denver has he's got a nice voice. It's not resonant yeah. like some of our listeners, but it's a nice but it's voice. It's a nice steady voice. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like he could be an attorney or just in like the way he speaks real smooth, he could be an attorney, a litigator or like a philosophy professor. It's pretty yeah, good. He definitely he definitely speaks. He's not like a guy parked behind a computer that never talks on the job. Yeah, exactly. That's Speak- a steady speaker. Speaking of philosophy or um, professor, and this is an aside, I watched that Woody Allen movie. I know that's like illegal now. I watched that Woody Allen movie. I love Woody Allen movies. With, uh, with Joaquin Phoenix, and he's, the, he's a philosophy professor. And he's kind of a, um, a cad and he like drinks from a flask every day. And it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a play on crime and punishment, which, which Woody Allen likes to do a lot. And, but the pro, and I watch it and it's a pretty good movie. It's funny. It's called. Yeah. Uh, irresist. No, it's two words. I gotta, something man. Anyway, but the problem is. Is that the 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 female lead Parker Posey's in it? Who I love, of course, everyone does. She's always great. She's great, but the female late lead in the movie is um, Irrational Man. Irrational Man. The female lead yeah, in the I movie is what's her name? Emma Stone. Yeah, it's 
It's a lot. It's a lot. It's too much Emma Stone. It's too much Emma Stone. Here's here's I'll do my I'll do my patented um, me forty five minutes into any movie featuring Emma Stone impression. Is that Emma Stone? Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's get back to Jeff in Denver. Anyone, yeah. yeah. If anyone's into reading, yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, Woody Allen's uh, memoir, Apropos Nothing, is so good. Yeah. It's such a good yeah. memoir. He's a funny And he, he gives you an alternate take on things. Yeah. Oh. You know, usually it's the year in review. I don't know if that's happening or not. It but did. Anyway. It did happen. I'll stop rambling. Um, so I wish you guys a, a happy new year and keep killing it. appreciate it. Oh, and who the fuck would have had in a pool? Jace Stu hasn't seen either Magnum PI or any of the lethal weapon movies. Insane. What the hell's going on with that dude? Insane. But later. It, it surprised me and it shouldn't no, surprise me. No, because he basically grew up Amish or something. I don't know. It's odd. <laughs> Some, so, something. Somebody, and I think you've also mentioned this before. My buddy Greg was like, next time Stu's on, just like quiz him about like really basic stuff that he's probably like, hey, Jason, what did you think about the A team? And he'll be like, what? I don't, it was in that. Like, I did like, there's stuff from our childhood. Like, hey, hey, Stu, how, you know, g- give me your thoughts on, uh, on the different BGs. Strokes. Yeah. Yeah. Different strokes, yeah. like just regular ass shit. And he won't have heard of it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's never heard of Van Halen. I wouldn't either. <laughs> I wouldn't either. Also, he, also he might hate Van Halen. He'll have a weird reason. He doesn't like Van Halen. Well, it's like, as we go through like in 1984, he's the only kid not listening to 1984. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to, um, hold on. I'm making a note in my phone. Here we go. New note. Just things to ask Jay Stu about. We're going to call it Stu knowledge or lack thereof. I'm actually going to put that or. How about we do a a whole next time we do a stump the stew and we'll we'll take submissions. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to put that first one. I'm going to put Van Halen thoughts, Van Halen. And then we just, as, as things come up, I'll just add him to that note. And next time he's on, we're just going to ask him, Hey, Stu, what do you think about Van Halen? See what he says. Okay. Never heard of him. Here's another one. Hey, it's Katie Shady in support of Jay Stu. They say it's really thin a lot in that movie. In fact, I started watching it the other day just because you guys were talking about it. And I was just watching it kind of like with one ear open, not paying total attention to it because it's kind of stupid. But I noticed all of the it's kind of thin remarks and then the anorexic thin remarks. Oh. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a woman that that stuff stuck out to me. But yeah, there's a lot of thin remarks. So, so anyway, that's it. Kate, Bye. Katie Shady, who I happen to spend New Year's Eve with and a couple days nice. around New Year's Eve. Delightful person. Delightful. And her husband. Very nice people. Did, yeah. did she say Lethal Weapon? I, I didn't hear what movie she was talking uh, so, about. So she's talking about. Remember, in, remember, Jay Stu kept alluding to the thin jokes. And, Anorexic thin. Yeah. And yeah. we're like, what are you talking about? And Katie Shady's saying, oh, I noticed that, too. Okay. Yeah. yeah interesting. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't in denial. I just, yeah. it didn't, it, like, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, no, me either. I didn't notice it. Okay, here's another one. Okay, yeah, nope. so it's weird that the Murdows or whatever the fuck their last name is, the Danny Glover family, drinks coffee 
at 8 o'clock on a Wednesday. Yep. But what's really fucking weird about that family is that when their dad's naked in the bathtub, that's when they present him with birthday cake. It is they, weird. That's you know, super that's weird. That's the weirdest thing. Like, hey, dad, here's yeah. your birthday cake and there's your penis. Happy yeah. birthday. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah, yeah, this movie sucks. Yeah, I, I don't know. And now you're wrong. That, that last thing you said was wrong. The rest of it, I agree with. But the no, it's a great movie. Yeah, it was a weird time to, to celebrate the birthday. And it's also. It it, it's just I, you, grown grown men. They don't fit in bathtubs. Yeah, you know, no, they don't. They're too big for bathtubs. They don't. It's uh, look, it's they're your family. You know, maybe maybe um, your wife comes in to get something or one of your kids or something and you're taking a bath, whatever. But the whole family coming in while your cock is just out in the tub with 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 a fucking food item. Sure, it's a cake, but uh, here I hear I brought some food into the bathroom. Let's let's sing to you while Mr. Peepers is floating in the water. I'd be like, hey, I'd I'd put up the I'd put up the stop sign. I'd throw up the hand. And just be like, be guys, like, whoa, 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 guys, thank, appreciate it. Let's let's do this one. I'm yeah. dressed downstairs. Give me 15. I'm a fucking cop. I'm a Vietnam vet. Like I got like I'm 40 or I'm 50, but I'm actually 40. Like, give me a minute. Yeah. I don't like I don't like any kind of food item or beverage even being brought even close to the to where the toilet is. A shower beer. Oh, okay, I've done that. Okay, you got me. You got. Me. I've also been known to have a shower beef jerky. So that this is two things that I've actually done. Okay, good point. Good I'm, point. I I've never done the food in yep. the shower. Yep. No shower beef jerky. It's I don't. You know, it happened. So good point. But I I don't make it a habit. I don't like. I guess a beer is okay. Maybe because it's just a, it's just a small opening. Like I would never bring my coffee. And you're not a coffee drinker, but you're a tea drinker. I would never right, bring would my bring, coffee mug yeah, because. Into would, the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. What are you supposed to do with cake in a bath? Well, yeah. Get, like, I mean, you get cake crumbs in the bath with you. It's well, ridiculous. Or the other way around. Ed, things are airborne in bathrooms. And that's where uh, bodily, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not even talking the super gross stuff. I'm talking the regular gross stuff. I'm talking dead skin cells, Ed. Dead skin cells oh. are floating around your bathroom because that's where you towel off. You want some fucking dead skin cells on your fucking angel food? Or red velvet? I'd say no. Disgusting. Where you at on um? Where you at on carrot cake? Uh, surprisingly, I I like a carrot cake. Oh, fuck I, yeah, With the cream cheese frosting. I, prob- I I'm not even the biggest cream cheese fan. Yeah, but I like a carrot cake. But yeah. I can honestly say the last time I had carrot cake was 15 years ago. I haven't had it in a long time either, but it's good. But I remember definitely liking it. Um, but. I gotta say, I'm almost entirely out on cake. I'm not a cake guy either. I'm a pie man, obviously. I'm a pie man, and then I'll I'll fuck with an ice cream cake. Oh, that's but good like too. The, the oh, spongy yeah. cake. I'm not. I'm not. Not a big cake fan. No, I I, I love a um. I love a. I love a carrot cake, and I just I just had this conversation over the holidays that it's a fucking great cake, and somebody's like, "Oh no, it's a vegetable," and I'm like, "No, it's a it's a top three cake carrot cake." Then uh, I then, agree. but I haven't had it in a long time. Then I was having breakfast or lunch brunch with Katie Shady and her husband and my girlfriend Shan, and Shan ordered a Reuben, and I and I go, "Oh, great choice." It's a always fuck, yeah. Always, I go always love a good. I Reuben. go that's a top one sandwich, and she goes, "I've never known you to order a Reuben," and I go, "Yeah, I haven't had one in a while." 
but it's a great it's sandwich. The healthiest, yeah, it's no, it's great. not. Oh, such a it's sandwich. not even good. It's great. It's great. No, it's a great sandwich. I agree. Okay, here's another. Thank you for that, Katie. Here's another one. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, hey, you guys. Oh, it's Stu. Uh, last day of the year, I'm calling in. I'm, uh, it's amazing. Uh, the spaceship has landed out here on this acreage I'm in. Uh-huh. These big titted aliens have gotten out. Oh, I'm into this. Don't worry. Oh. They told me that they're only here for the big dick oh, guy. This so is not taking me. I just wanted to call and tell you guys the inside of the spaceship <laughs> is fucking awesome. Stu I've student. never seen anything like it. All later. <laughs> Stu student material. Stu, always yeah. good to hear from you, buddy. Here's, hey, yeah. Gallagher may be gone. We got still That's right. working material. Here's, here's another one. Hey, guys. Uh, great. Lala. Oh, Lala, what a voice. Episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's always great when Travis is on. And uh, I love Travis. It's, also- speaking of Gallagher, though, I, I mean, Travis really went all in on when we were commemorating the passing of Leo Gallagher on the year in review. And he was just, you know, he's right across from me. Oh, and he yeah. starts talking about how much I look like Gallagher. And that's how, how these, you know, Gallagher may have had a son and he's, you know, he hasn't t- checked the genealogy. And the thing is, I'm looking over his shoulder and there's a mirror and I'm looking in the mirror. And I'm like, this fucking guy's not wrong. Like he's making fun of me, but he's right to make fun of me because I do, you know, I bear some oh, resemblance. Better, better to look like a legend. That's, that's true. Than, than a nobody. Yes. That's a, that's yeah. a really good point. You don't want, you don't want to look like, um, Geechee guy or, uh, oh, yeah. Or emo Phillips, you know, like, hey, look, right. you want to be an icon. Yeah. What if you look like Although, the unknown comic? You would wouldn't even know. Worst, yeah. I will have to disagree with him on his take on Dr. Lilith Crane. Oh, my God. Uh, and I, I think both you boys know that she was, uh, she had a little something going Absolutely. on Absolutely. And uh, really, really attractive Who? lady. Not Lilith Crane. Remember's oh, Travis. she yes, big fan. Travis, Did you let that hair down? Yes, Travel's like a hard no on Lilith, and I'm like, wait, I like, have a Lilith T-shirt. It's yeah. just a picture of of BB Newark. But I, I I just assumed everybody knew that Lilith was kind of hot. Like I, it's like I don't. Yes, the the fact that he denied that, and then look, I'm I, people like the behind the scenes. Then we started talking about Angela Lansbury, and the, and this sicko sitting across from me is like, oh yeah, no, she. He says on the show, he's like, oh, she's pretty good back in the day. And I'm like, what are you like? We just moved past it. But this scumbag Googles Angela Lansbury. And then he's holding up his laptop while I'm sitting there trying to host a show. And, and it's like, a, you know, it's like from the 1800s when she was young. And I'm still like, no, like you're yeah. anti you're anti Lilith, but you're pro Jessica Fletcher as a fucking sex symbol. This is this is no. insane development. Yeah, I just I just googled Lilith yeah. Cheers hot, yeah, and there's hot. a whole bunch of pictures. She's 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 good looking. There's probably for sure. a whole Reddit. Yeah, there was a time she there was a time she tried to seduce Sam because she was trying to make Fraser jealous. Oh, yeah. Like, she's hot. Oh, fuck, I've never been that guy. But you know, that's that's the dream right there. Okay, here's another one. Or no, this is the Lala continues. Not sure what Travis is thinking on that one, but anyway, uh, that got me thinking. Wanted to know. If there is a specific actress that you guys find attractive that other people either don't find attractive or there's something about them that they that turns them off or anything, uh, for me it's and uh, uh, Fran Dresser. I can't think of her name. Oh, um, I know a lot of people are turned off by the 
voice, but yeah. uh, she just does a little something for me, or did. I yeah. mm. guess I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. But anyway, wanted to know if there was a specific lady that you guys felt that way about. <sighs> Lala, yeah. when you were staying, I was thinking Fran Drescher. Really? I found, yeah, wow. like randomly, I was Can't thinking... You. Because I was, I think I was thinking like sitcoms in the past, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't enjoy that show because it's, no, I, I didn't find on. her, her voice hot. And I don't think it was particularly funny. Like I, I saw like one or two episodes, yeah. but I think I found her pretty hot. I think she, I remember her coming on Stern and she, and she was fun. Kind of she was a fun interview. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I don't, this is tough. Uh, I mean, I have a million of these. But like we talked about Parker Posey, I've always been attracted to her just because she's like edgy and interesting. Yeah. And how great is she in Days and Confused? She's so great. I just watched that the other night. And, and All right, freshman bitches. I, I had to point out to my girlfriend how Slater is now plays Jerry Tarkanian on the winning <laughs> time. And he's like our age. Yeah. And yeah, he, he I think he was in. Was it the Johnny Depp um, movie about uh, Whitey Bulger? Oh, Black he was in, Mass. Yeah, he was in that. And I, it took me like most of the movie. Yeah. I was like, why do I know that no. guy? And I went on IMDb and I figured out, holy shit, that was Slater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he got very round. Yes, he is. He's very round, very bald. He looks like Jerry Tarkanian. Slater looks like yeah, Jerry. Like his, yeah. His head, his whole face, it looks round. Like it's yeah. just he's he's a circular looking dude. Yeah. I don't even know how fat he is. It's the head is like just round. Yeah. It is I watched I watched um Days and Confused the other night, and it is crazy how McConaughey's like not, you know, he's got a few scenes in the movie. Right. But it's it's like not an accident that he's the breakout guy from this that movie because he's just so fucking charismatic. Yes, and he really. And, and what's he doing? He's playing himself. He's, he is. He's a guy from Texas. Like he's doing. He's doing. He's doing an exaggerated version of himself. I, I would. I would. I would quibble a little bit because you could argue that the breakout star won two Cy Youngs with the San Francisco Giants. <laughs> oh, Tim Lincecum. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. He went yeah. on. He, did, he wasn't able to avoid the paddling. Yes. Oh, that was I'm a little weird. His hot sister, his yeah. hot sister never made yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Well, they were all, you know, they're all much older than they seemed at the time. The, um, right. The whole, the whole paddling. Is that a real thing that went on? Like, well, could you imagine knowing you're a senior or you're going to be a senior in high school? Could you imagine you know, just spank an eighth grader? Yeah, could you imagine knowing a single eighth grader's name, much less going <laughs> to his going to his junior high and blasting on your on your loudspeaker from your uh, Chevy C10 Cherry Chevy C10 truck that you're going to that you're going to paddle him with a paddle you made in wood shop after school? Is this? Is this a real thing that occurs? Because it, it's it not where I grew I up. I didn't know anyone two years not. below me. Of course not. No one does. You're doing your own thing. All right. Yeah. Okay. One more voicemail. Thanks, Lala. Man, I know it's kind of a double dip, but I made it back. And uh, I was over at uh, my friend Anna's house having breakfast. No, legitimately mm -hmm. having breakfast. Mm -hmm. Have that ass for breakfast. Old school 
little video came, uh, whatever her name is, with Luca. And I Suzanne Vega. began singing, My Name is Brian. Yep. So that's how that goes. Yeah. Happy New Year, fuckers. Love you all. Happy New Actually, Year. Actually, no. I do love you all, and you're not fuckers. <laughs> and I'll explain more later. I love you, too, and uh, we are fuckers. Thank you for that. Love you, Stu. Yeah. Love the whole audience. Couple, qu- couple quick emails, and then we'll jump into it. Best episode ever. Cambodian super gonorrhea. Penis rocket. Mouth always open. Travis being super uncomfortable every time sex is discussed. Thanks for the laughs. That's from Matthew Richards. Thank you for that, Matthew. Uh, Ballers. While every episode of TBLS is a treasure and anyone who's not subscribing to Red Circle is a fool, the Lethal Weapon episode was especially a gem. You all, even Jay Stu. Had me cackling to myself at my office desk. I don't think I'd want every episode to be a movie review, but sprinkling in some of these great ones definitely keeps it entertaining. Well done. That is from our friend Andy in Indy. Thank you to everyone that reached out. I know we yeah, haven't. Thanks, guys. We haven't been corresponding with the audience for a while because it was the end of the year, but we're back doing regular shows. And now it's time to talk some non sports stories. I'm taking a quick piss. Okay. Oh, yeah, go for it. Well, it's time. It's time for now sports. sports. Segment, segment. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Now sports. Now sports. Now sports. Now sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Now sports. Now sports. Segment. Does while we wait for Ed to drain his bladder, and I, I don't know if you guys are, because you know we appeal to a certain. I think majority of the audience is definitely our generation, near our age. I've reached the point where I, if I urinate, especially if I'm drinking. Now it's dry January, so I haven't I haven't been drinking this month. I haven't been drinking since my New Year's sojourn with. Um, Katie Shady and husband to Joshua Tree, California. I haven't had any alcohol, but when I do eat, drink alcohol, and people have people have told me this, they're like, I went and saw I went and saw comedy a few months ago with my uh, we went and saw Anthony Jeselnik with my sister and her husband, and my uh, my sister's like, you peed four times while we were at that show. I've reached the point where if once I pee, I'm peeing every ten minutes until I go to bed, but but. I don't know. I don't know what it is because of, do, I, do I have a weak prostate? Is that what's going on? Because, you know, everything works just fine. Works how it's supposed to, except for the urination. Ed, do you have that? Uh, I, I go a lot, but the thing is I drink. Same. I'm sure Same. people would say an unhealthy amount of water. Like yeah. since our show started, I was yeah. just thirsty. Yeah. I, since our show started, started i've had three pints of water so i just yeah. had to piss yeah oh yeah no i get it and i but it's once i piss if i'm drinking beers and i assume you're usually go dry at this time of the year are you in a dry phase ed or what's going on I, with you i don't i i'm not doing like full dry it's just like rain back in kind of thing but yeah. i used to do a full dry yeah. and then february i went a little too over the top right. so i feel like Smart. let me see if i can actually be a, a reasonable adult right that's that's what i'm doing i'm not drinking just to drink but it's like i want to uh, i only want to drink for occasions 
or, you know, not, not, I'm not saying like birthdays and holidays, but I'm not, I just don't want to come home and have three beers on a Friday night and feel like shit. You know, I want to like skip those so that it means more. If I go meet, you know, guys to watch playoff games or whatever, then I can drink and not feel so bad about it. Yeah. I have a feeling I probably, yeah. Meet some guys and and watch a playoff game this weekend and have some beers. Yeah. Jerk each other off, whatever it takes. But I, I, I don't pee in the night. Like I don't get up and pee every night. Maybe a couple times a week I will. I'll get up and pee, and I drink a lot of water too. But if I'm if I'm drinking, if I'm having beers, I have two or three beers, and I'm and I let that first piss go. I got to pee again ten minutes later, and it's that way the whole rest of the night. I think I've been sort of that way since, like, since I ever started drinking. Like, yeah, okay, once, yeah. once once I once I had my first. You know, I'm in, in in college at a bar. Once I have that first one, then I'm going back regularly. The, but the old broken seal. But the the um the whole middle of the night thing, yeah. I'm not that, but my problem is I don't get a full night's sleep. Like I will get up at like last night, I got up at like I cuz I normally sleep till 7. Yeah. I I I'm like 12:30 to 7 is yeah. probably when I oh, sleep. That's not a 6 and a half hours. That's not enough sleep, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So I, at at like 4:45 I woke up or 5 o'clock, and then I was just awake. Yeah. I just laid in bed until yeah. that time. Like that's my problem. Yeah. I get yeah. like 4 or 5 hours sleep and then I'm up. Yeah. But I don't have like the 2 a.m. type thing. I'm not quite at that old man stage. Same. Yet. My um uh, my doctor um put my big fat body on the um CPAP machine and yeah. I sleep like a fucking baby because I was waking up like roughly every five minutes all night long from snoring. And now oh, really? I now I plug this I put these things up my nose when I go to bed and it blows if I start to snore, it it pumps air to keep my airway open because I'm fat fuck and I fucking Wait. sleep like I've never slept before. So can you um Cause I fall asleep on my stomach. Me too. Dude, can you, can you sleep with those things? Yes. So I, I figured out a way I, cause I already slept like this. I put the, I put the, um, the, um, pillows in like an a, you know, I, I cross the pillows at the top and I put my head on the top pillow. So the other pillows kind of below when I fall asleep on my stomach. So you have a little gap. Yeah. So there's a little gap so that nothing's pressing up against the mask on my face. And I've gotten kind of used to it. Like, so because of the snoring, I never would sleep on my back. Now I can roll over to my back and sleep comfortably. And so I'm getting used to that. And I probably could even fall asleep that way, but I'm not used to it. So I still fall asleep on my stomach. Um, all right. So, yeah. uh, we, we had, we lost some people in the non sports world. We lose. Lost a bunch. Yeah. Uh, today's late breaking news. We lost diamond of diamond and silk fame. She was 51? 51. I, now, look, what? I'm not super familiar with Diamond and Silk. I mean, I've seen them. They're, I know um, they're they heavy. They about building a wall. <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they're heavy set ladies of color that I've learned today are sisters. They're Diamond oh, and Silk's sister. Yeah. And they're conservative and they're big Trump supporters. And now one of them is dead. Yeah. yeah, she rapped about building the wall. I remember yeah. right. that was the one. That was maybe when I first was introduced. Yeah, to as much as I know. Uh, R.I.P. Fred the Elephant Boy Schreiber of Howard Stern fame, sixty-four years old. Sixty-four just now? Yeah, he. Uh, I I believe he was in some health problems. He had yes. some health problems and for, for 
what, years. Why did he talk like that? Was, was that a condition so, that he had? Yes, it was a condition. I, I, I knew is a strong. I, at one point, I worked yeah. with a guy loading, like loading a warehouse. Uh-huh. Like it was just when you were in your kid, like yeah. if there was an opportunity to make yeah. money. And a guy talked like that. And he told me that he talked like that because the umbilical cord was wrapped around his uh. neck. When when he was born, I think that's just what they told him. <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. But, he's saying you know, he didn't I, get oxygen. He's saying he has brain damage. He didn't get oxygen to his brain. Well, the way he loaded that truck with me it made me think maybe he did have those issues. But I don't know. But but then again, the elephant boy he was he was a dumb guy. Yeah, like he was sweet, but he was he was dumb. <laughs> yes. All right. I haven't listened to Stern a long time, but I believe he's no. He's no longer in the bit in the in the whack pack business, right? Where you're not getting too many Beetlejuice. Oh no! I think, I, yeah, I, I think I think some of the whack pack people, I, most of them have died. Yeah, yeah. But high pitch, but, uh, high pitch, Eric, still with us. High pitch is, is still with us. Yeah. I think yeah. they still have all his limbs, but yeah. he's lost a bunch. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, Fred the Elephant Boy was the longest whack pack, yeah, long, longest serving whack packer. Yeah, that's true. R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Adam Rich, aka Nicholas from Eight Is Enough, fifty four years old. Su- surprised he, he lasted had- that long with that haircut. Yeah, the hair hel- helmet Hall of Famer. Yeah, bangs. Was his was his death bangs related? Do we know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, his his neck eventually snapped from the weight yeah. of that giant hair. Yeah. Yep. 54, yeah. too, too young. Uh, R.I.P. Earl Bowen, a character actor that everyone knows, but yep. most famous for being Sarah Connor's psychiatrist in T2. It's, he was 81. He's actually so well known. He was on like every sitcom. Like he was, yes. he did different Mr. strokes. Mr. Belvedere, yes. different strokes, like everything. So yes. actually when he was Sarah Connor's um, psychiatrist, it was actually kind of weird to see him in that role. In a dramatic he, role, yeah, yes. He's a TV guy that you saw all the time. Yeah, very, very like, he would be he would be like a, a, a teacher or like a, yeah. a principal at a school. Yeah. He he always yeah. had like an administrator, and then he played like the psychiatrist. Doesn't she stab him? Yes, yeah. She like, stabs him like, like through the hand or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, R.I.P. James Oof. Buster Corley of David Buster's oh. seventy-two suicide. I read that uh, he had a stroke several months earlier yeah. and took his own life, which. You know, yes. I, I think people should be allowed to of go with the dignity, and I think Buster. I think Buster just reached his end. Look, if Jesus is going to judge you for taking your own life when you're in pain, Jesus is a fucking asshole. Period. Exactly. Like exactly. you're, you, you know, like you just you you have free will. God gave you free will, and that free will includes taking your own life if you're unhappy. I will say this. I've, I've only been to Dave and Buster's one time and it was for a workplace function. And it's, that's, that's like the 12th circle of hell for me. You, you won't catch oh, me in see, there. It's very noisy. I, I, so it is noisy, but I would say that, um, I actually was there. <laughs> I was there this year uh-huh. on Christmas Eve because yes. it's my son's birthday. Yeah, it was like last week. It was a week and a half ago. Yeah. 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 Or the, Two not, weeks uh, yeah. ago. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it was near, a, we it's my son's birthday and we're trying to do something that's not Christmas. Christmassy. Yeah. And so the good thing with that is like you get a card and then you can play video yeah. games and yeah. like, you know, 
uh, pop a shot, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so like my sons were playing air hockey and all that yeah. and they serve beer there. Yeah. So yeah. No, just, I get it. Yeah. So it's, it's case it was, it was, it was Christmas Eve too. So yeah. it's a little crowded, oh, but yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. yeah. I was, sure. I was happy enough to, to just have a beer and watch them play shuffleboard For sure. or whatever, you know, that kind of shit. RIP Buster. Buster. Mm-hmm. RIP Earthwind and Fire drummer Fred White, 67 Great years band, old. Iconic band. RIP 36 Mafia rapper Gangsta Boo, 43 years that's old. The, um, that's the Hustler movie with Terrence Winter. No, Hustle Terrence, and Flow. Yes. Howard. Yep. Hustle and Flow. That's right. Uh, R.I.P. Modest Mouse drummer Jeremiah Green, 45. Oh, that, I read like yeah. three days earlier. He's like, oh, he's got stage four cancer. And then yeah. he's he very sad. Five, dude. Fucking terrible. Oh, horrible. Uh, Prince Harry had a frostbitten penis at Prince William and Kate Middleton's wedding. Oh, I'm so sick of these guys. I, I, I was like, I heard everybody talking about it. And I, so I started watching, I watched a little bit of the documentary. I'm not sure if we talked about it here, but I, I'm, and these people are horrendous people. And the worst part is that they refer to each other as H and M. Oh, yeah. Yep. So it's, it's so annoying because yeah. of course you want to hate King Charles yes. and the, the royal family, but it's not like you you like these people. They suck. No, Harry and Meghan. Yes. They suck. Yes. No, they're really they're really awful. But you know what I realized, and um, is that the they people like blame her for being a succubus, and she is. But also, is. but also for him, he's like, oh, this is my way out. Like, this is, like, I don't want to do this. Like, this sucks. These people killed my mom. Hey, fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. LS, hell yes, the lifestyle's baller. Podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Ron Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud, comments, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast. Podcast, man, it really hit the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TV, LS, the lifestyle.